Welcome back to the pod. I'm coming at you from the streets of Berkeley, California. I'm on tour with Nicholas Megalis. My apologies for the late pod. This is our first stop on the tour. Or actually, Nick has done two other dates, but this is my first stop on the tour. And after tonight, we are headed to Sacramento, California tomorrow. Then Portland, Seattle, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, and Vegas, baby. Where I will plan on having a Vegas baby. Gonna impregnate some one-night stand girl and have a Vegas baby, baby. Anyways, on this episode, we got Jeremiah Watkins. He is a hilarious comedian, impressionist, I guess I could say. Uh, he does great character work. He's a podcaster as well. He's got an awesome and hilarious podcast called The Jeremiah Wonders. Check that out. Subscribe. He's also part of the Kill Tony podcast with Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redman. And uh, what else has he got going on? He's just a touring comedian, and he's super funny, and I am out of breath. <laughs> What's going on here? I'm just taking a walk around the block, and I'm out of breath. I do have asthma, so, you know, that affects my lungs. Oh, boy, getting a little loud here in the streets, the mean streets of Berkeley. All these college kids are hopped up on Adderall, stressed out, just going deeper and deeper in debt. Anyway, shout out to all you college kids listening right now, and I'm giving you anxiety about your debt. Oh, it's going to be bad, and you're going to have no jobs after college. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. Ah, it's a beautiful day here in Berkeley. I'm looking at some water. I don't know what it is. It's not the ocean. Looks like a little lake. Perhaps I'm on a peninsula. I don't know where the fuck I am. All I know is everyone's on Adderall. All I know is these goddamn college kids are raising the, the property taxes here. Gentrification of college kids. People are uh, staring at me as I'm talking to myself in the mic. But that's all right. All right, let's get on to this episode, goddammit. Jeremiah Watkins is the guest, as I said before, and he's a hilarious comedian. This episode is silly and uh, deep at times. We get philosophical, but also very silly. I love Jeremiah. Check him out on social media, Jeremiah Watkins. Subscribe to both of his podcasts, Jeremiah Wonders and Kill Tony, and go see him on the road. All right, guys, enjoy this episode with Jeremiah Watkins. That's me in the corner. Hey. Ooh. Oh. That was loud. I know, man. I'm going to whisper on this episode. Nice. You want me to do the same? Yeah. Nice. If our guests could whisper with us, too, that'd be great. Do you want me to whisper? Oh, yeah. that's great. It sounds nice, right? Yeah. So, can we do the whole episode like this? Yeah, yeah let's, let's get in. Do you think people would, would enjoy that? Definitely. Jeremiah, yeah. so tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. You know, I grew up in a, uh, a state called Kansas. Kansas. Uh, yeah, I've been like, out in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, well, in July, it'll be 10 years, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nothing to whisper about. I know. Here we are. Now we're talking full volume. Full Whoa. volume. Whoa. Improvised. You just blew out Whoa. people's speakers because they probably turned up their volume all the way. <laughs> that very gainy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a cat. Yes, oh, that's the <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a podcast. Jeremiah Watkins. Welcome to I'm Sorry, Dad. 
Thank you for having me on. I'm sorry, Dad. You're it's welcome. great to be here. <laughs> it's not very often that I get to uh, go shoeless on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's very uh, it's very comfortable in here. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a professional studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you can tell. Well, I was blown away that you guys have chairs. Yeah, you yeah. were really impressed by that. I was impressed because yeah. I sat in this thing and I was like, <laughs> this is this real. Isn't, this isn't just wood. Right. <laughs> this has got some pleather on it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go all out for our guests. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, I think it makes for a more comfortable, inviting episode, you know? Yeah. 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 I agree. We like our guests to be at home and make yourself a home. Like, if you. Just want to stop talking and like watch TV. Well, I was told I could take my pants off. Sure. Yeah. It's encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you were actually shocked because our producer Mahogany said she could Google stuff. You're like, you guys have internet? Yeah. You have Wi-Fi here? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing this show? <laughs> uh, yes. Jeremiah has a podcast called Jeremiah Wonders. Yes. I've been on it. Ryan has been on it. Yes. It's a blast to do. It's a lot of fun. A lot of character work on that. A lot of character work. You never know who's going to call in on that mm-hmm. show. And uh, a lot of interesting sound effects and filters that show up on that show. Uh-huh. And for me as a podcaster myself, I think to myself, that's a lot of editing. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> it, can, it can definitely be. I The first uh, six, seven months that I was doing it, I was editing every week all the episodes by myself. So I'd be going on the road yeah. and literally be, I'd do a stand-up set and then get off stage and have to start editing <laughs> between the shows and stuff. Right. And luckily, uh, my buddy Gage Tiarina, he's uh, based out of Texas. He started helping me edit the video and audio and it's taken a huge workload off Amazing. Me. Yeah. So he's been killing it with that. That's why we got uh, Mahogany here in the studio. What Mahogany, Mahogany, say what's up. It's great. She's a bird. There's a loose owl in here (laughs) for some of you who are not watching this. But one thing about owls is they can turn their heads full full around and Uh they're great at editing. And very wise. Mm -hmm. Great at fact checking. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your podcast is called Jeremiah Wonders, as I said before. A lot of character work. Explain your, what your podcast is, because it's it's pretty unique. Yeah, so the theme of the show is uh, is anybody can call in at any time. And uh, what's funny is some people don't realize who are listening, because this has happened multiple times already, uh, that me and the guest are doing the phone calls that are coming in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, I just had Ryan Sickler on, and we had... Uh, uh, he, we said that Mike Piazza was calling in. Uh, <laughs> well, that's such a funny random yeah, it's name. A, well, it's so random that people thought that he actually yeah. called in because <laughs> so, it's such. It's like, why would you lie that Mike right. Piazza called into your show? <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's too specific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it's a it's a good way for me and my guests to do characters or impressions or just riff. It could like because some, uh, obviously some of the people who go on the show. They're not prone to doing that right. kind of thing, so they're a little bit uncomfortable, maybe. But that's yeah. kind of what makes it fun. Yeah. Is it kind of forces them into doing something out of their element, and then it's like, oh, I think your mom's calling in, and then yeah. you know they're doing their mom all of a sudden, <laughs> not doing their mom, but you know they're doing the impression of their mom. Easy, buddy. All right, is this a G-rated podcast? It sure is, pal. That's why I had you on because well, you're the a- socks and pals. <laughs> <laughs> socks and pals, right in Brent Yeah. Have you ever had a guest? That was like too uncomfortable and just kind of I've ended had, up canceling I've had, it. I've, <laughs> I've had I've had one or two that I was like, this did not go how I would hope. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's too <laughs> bad. Just because they like they didn't suspend the disbelief to like just 
follow the format. Right. If you give into the format, you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Even if it's stupid, because it's like, we're just having fun and being silly. It's, it's like, don't take yourself too seriously. Right. Right. It's definitely one of those shows where it's not, if, if you go on there expecting like a hard hitting interview, <laughs> that's not my show. Like right. there's a lot of people who do that really well and do that specifically way better than me. So I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to do what I do and right. We'll right. have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, like don't get like too like scientific on here because yeah I end up like what am I talking about I don't know right it's like why, why why am I trying to <laughs> lean into something that is clearly not what I'm trying to do <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I've noticed some of your guests they're out of their element and like didn't do very well because although he's a very talented writer Tony Hinchcliffe just is not good at characters right that was the one that you deleted <laughs> no <he didn't. laughs> I'm just kidding I'm kidding <laughs> I was like what <laughs> he uh no he uh he f- he finds it very silly the format but he he gives into it and he's like, yeah. all right, yo, who's calling in now? All right, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Do you know Tony Hinchcliffe, Brendan? Mm-hmm. No, he's, uh, he's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you do another podcast with Tony. Yeah. Called kill Tony. Yeah. 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 Does that with, uh, Brian Redband, who, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, Joel like, Jimenez, yeah, Joel Chris Jimenez. Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're like a late night band, <laughs> but we, commit to different characters every single week on the right. show. Mm. So whatever characters we are, we have to improvise within that for mm. 90 minutes. And sometimes it's, it's really good and people are impressed. And then other times it's like, Oh, there's a re there's a reason it's hard. My I phone. Keep, I keep on forgetting to turn my calls off and it's fucking yeah. comedian Vinny Fastline calling. Oh, well thanks a lot, Vinny. Yeah. What the, you oh, should know I think better. we have somebody calling into the show. It's Vinny Fastline. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, kill Tony, different character every week. It's a different character every week. Uh, we've built up some that are, you know, recurring like on some sketch shows that people like enough where we bring back, where they get excited that we, that mm-hmm. we bring them back. But they're at least different every week. Like we right. never repeat the same character like two weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And you go all out with these characters. Like you did Joe, Joe Rogan was a, uh, a panelist guest. Yeah. Panel guest one night and you came out as Joe Rogan. I, I, yeah, I did my impression of Joe Rogan for Joe Rogan, which was, uh, you know, I was before it happened. I was like, I hope this goes well because <laughs> the stakes are pretty hot for, <laughs> for this. Uh, and you put on a bald cap. Yeah, I had a professional uh, makeup artist like do the bald cap, do the makeup <laughs> to blend it all in. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> Could you? D- I, I only saw a, a clip of it that did well on Instagram or something. Can you yeah. do his voice? It's it's just more of it's what I consider. I okay, so I can do his voice to a point, but it's not like a it's not a spot on impression at all. Mm-hmm. It's more one of those things where I think the impression was good because. Uh, I think there's two things that make a good impression. One can be a surface level, just the voice. But mm-hmm. the second, which I find is more important, is the point of view. If you have a really strong point of view yeah. on the impression, then people are like, oh, he, he does say that or he does do yeah. things like that. Yeah. And it was kind of more of that. But he right. has kind of a, a, a not a crazy unique voice. No, he doesn't. It's just a little bit throaty. It's just kind of, you know, it's not nothing like. He has a unique voice in his stand up kind of when he's yelling a little bit. Yeah, I've noticed Come that. On. Like, yeah, it's not. This is ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, are you I w- kidding me? Yeah, it's like yeah. I've, I've been thinking about w- trying to work on an impression of, of him yelling or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and you uh, wanted you would love to be on SNL just like me. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that and you quite do, a few times. You do a good Justin Timberlake impression. Yeah, I do a pretty good Justin Timberlake. Do it right impression. now. I mean, I could. Um, do you want to? 
I mean, sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your co-host just yelled at me to do it, so I, I guess got, now uh, I have to do it. Yeah, uh, I, I got I got berated on the show, and they're like, "Do your Justin Timberlake," and I'm like, "I don't know if I can do it right now. I'm in socks. I'm usually wearing shoes whenever I do it. It's a whole thing. It's part of the act." Um, <clears throat> he's uh, he's very much like uh, he's he's like super soft spoken, and uh, you know. Uh, you know, I used to date uh, Britney Spears back in the day. It's pretty cool. Cry me a river. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's different, it's different <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, uh, that's funny. He beatboxes a lot. Oh, yeah. Don't be so quick to walk away. Dance me. I want to rock your body. Dance, dance me, don't have to mention. Walk away, dance me, don't rock your body. Dance, dance me. Are you feeling me? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that, that's part. Got to um, get into it, but yeah. Almost um, every podcast we've done so far, you've sung or have uh, had a yeah. duet with somebody. I'm, I'm starting to notice that the past few episodes. Yeah, you know, it's a segment. It and is. And you either need to hop on board or oh. like contribute something because <laughs> you're really leaving Ryan out in the dust over here. It's true. Thank He's really know. putting himself out there. It's and, true. Yeah. I'm taking a lot of risks here. Yeah, you are. Dude. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll contribute more. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, dad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Gold. Definitely both camera angles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other, uh, what did I want to talk about? SNL. Oh, wait, wait. here's a good, cool topic. Mm. Uh, reason why I've been singing and beatboxing a lot is because I've been like writing music a little bit. Oh, cool. And one time at the comedy store, mm. I went to Jeremiah one night and I looked up into his eyes and I said, I have writer's block. What do I do? Mm. And he looked down at me. <laughs> I was kneeling. It was kind of weird. So I, was, uh, I was sucking him <laughs> off. It was, it was strange. He, he, he came to me as uh, just a, a poor papa. Yeah. And excuse me, said, sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I have a question for thee. <laughs> would, would thou please tell me how to get rid of the writer's block? <laughs> what did I say? You said, "Well, young bastard." <laughs> uh, well, you actually. Uh, it, was a, it was a. It was a real talk, serious talk. Yeah, yeah. You were like, one thing that you do do ha- or have done is. Use your creativity for something else. It might be writing music, might be uh, writing stand up. I was having writer's block with videos. Yeah. Which is like my income. So I was like, ah! So was, was, you were like, maybe write some music, write some stand up, uh, even write some poetry. I don't think you said that, but just like do something else yeah. creative. I, I, yeah, I think I remember saying something like, it's impossible to have writer's block across every avenue. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you can't just be like, you're never. I don't think you'll ever get to a point where you're like, I literally can't think of anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's not the exact thing. Like maybe you're stuck writing a screenplay or a script or something. Okay. Try to try to play some music or try to yeah. you know do some other kind of art that is fulfilling at the moment. It'll probably inspire you to go back to whatever you're originally working on. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I tried it and it seemed to work. It wasn't like a direct like, Boom. Yeah, I yeah. don't have writer's block anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> <Bing>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeremiah. <laughs> I picked up my saxophone. Didn't even have to play it. Yeah. Just got an idea right away. Just by touching a musical, musical instrument. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> Crazy how that works. 
Uh, yeah, so that was cool. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. And I actually uh, observe you in your work ethic, and I think, be more like Jeremiah. Oh, mm. oh that's very nice of you to say. WWJD. Mm. What would Joe Rogan do? <laughs> 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 now, there was one time uh, we were both on Skank Fest in New York. I was what, part of a desk. We were both what is Skank book. Fest? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a uh, hey. Don't worry about it. All right, <laughs> we we do different festivals. You're not to concern yourself with. It's no. a f- yeah. yeah, it's a festival in New York uh, run by Big J Okerson, Louis J Gomez, oh. the Legion of Skanks, yeah. uh, Dave Smith. Yeah, mm. yeah. And uh, I was on the uh, Death Squad show with Red Band. Jeremiah was on it. Cut to the next day, or on a flight. We happen to be in the same flight. I'm hungover, being a waste of space. I walk to the bathroom. I see Jeremiah on my way there. Motherfucker's writing. <laughs> With a pen. What? Uh, <laughs> it was nerd. a giant feather quill pen. He was being obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. It was hitting the person behind him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this guy is a douchebag. That's what I thought to myself. And you were saying what you're writing out loud as yeah. you wrote it. it was <laughs> yeah. r- While you had headphones in, it made <laughs> zero sense entirely. No, but I did think like, well, that's clearly what I should do. Mm. I should be writing comedy. But instead, I'm brutally hungover, <laughs> mm. <laughs> getting nothing done, actually getting depressed. Do you drink, Jeremiah? I don't, actually. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I don't drink. Is so. that because it interferes with your work ethic? Uh, I think it's uh, it's something that I... So I've never drank before, so it's definitely one of those things where that is a concern that if I drank, then it would interfere with stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never tried it, though? Never tried it, though. Mm. Yeah. Really? Just give it a shot. Give alcoholism a shot. It's working out for my big boy over here. <laughs> it's working out for big boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> bringing your son to work day, and I am proud right here. <laughs> uh, so you've never... Have you, have you had a sip of alcohol? Uh, no. I've wow. Yeah. No curiosity? I mean, there's curiosity there, but I have uh, enough... Friends and family that uh, I've had, uh, I've had some more deals with that mm-hmm. um, I kind of know. Uh, I kind of know where it can go, right? Mm. And uh, you know, as you know, with me and like comedy, I'm I'm a, a little bit of an, an addictive personality. As far, whenever I really like something, I mm-hmm. really want to do it. I really want to go yeah. all in on it, and I feel like that is like kind of like I'm a little bit paranoid that that could apply to some other things that right. might not be good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just I'm just like, oh, I've never tried it. I don't have a reason to. I might as well keep not doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I can understand that. That's cool. And alcohol definitely gets in the way. It's mostly bad things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking poison. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's so probably, ever drank a ton and they're like, I got that job promotion that <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> I love, if you drink moderately, you can have some great nights with your friends. Oh, for sure. I mean, they say a glass of wine is very healthy for you to have a certain amount of times a week. Antioxidants. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Omega threes. <laughs> Omega threes. I don't know. Mm. Omega three. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what up? Shout outs to alpha brain as well. This podcast is brought to you by on it. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, you don't, you don't smoke weed either. Uh, no, I do not. No brain altering substances at all. Uh, no, even, yeah, the, uh, whenever I actually have caffeine, it actually works on me really freaking well because I don't do any substances. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask you about this. How's your diet? You eating sugar? Uh, my diet is pretty good right now. I've been trying to go to the gym a little bit more often. So I'm trying not to like do a crazy amount of sugar, but whenever I go on the road, 
it's pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah. it's, I just, I, I realize like it's almost impossible to yeah. have a diet whenever you're going on the road because mm-hmm. the only things that are open late are truly fast food places. There's no yeah. like, <laughs> there's no drive through salad places <laughs> that are open 24 hours or anything. Like that's not happening. I was Guys, thinking about that. There should be a vegan 24 hour place that's I've, all health food. I think we just found our new careers. Maybe. Three mm-hmm. guys vegan, or it would close immediately because people <laughs> have the option to go to a Wendy's <laughs> or a salad place at 2 a.m. And most mm-hmm. of the people probably that are eating those salads and stuff are like, Oh, I'm in bed by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get up and work out tomorrow and mm-hmm. have well, a productive day. Well, fuck, what other dreams can you crush up? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot know, down all of our ideas. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you contribute? You don't fucking contribute. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't. We have yeah, great dude. ideas. I'm the one freaking wearing socks on your podcast, <laughs> dude. All right? Yeah, it's happening, man. <laughs> Don't get this boy heated, dude. (laughs) This boy. Don't get this boy. Man, first he's saying I'm coming at him. Second, he's like, do your Justin Timberlake impression. Third, (laughs) like, I don't know what's going on. And fourth, he's still wearing his shoes. Yeah, so... All right, I'll take them off. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. Yay. Ooh, let's I- take our socks off, too, and rub our toes together. <laughs> <laughs> I hate dudes' feet. Men's feet. I mean... Gross. I, I have to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a dude's foot that I'm like... That's Hell tight. yeah. <laughs> nice dude, that's, feet, a t- dude. that's a tight dude foot right there. <laughs> uh, cool, yeah. And also, so yeah, you don't drink, you don't smoke. I've noticed, I've observed, you don't seem to swear or curse a lot. Not very often. Why? Let's get upbringing. into that. Upbringing? Religion, perhaps? It was. Uh, you know what's funny? And this is, well, I don't know if it's funny more than like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> so whenever I grew up, I grew up pretty religious, like in a conservative household. Mm-hmm. And we were taught at school and church that if you swore, you were going to hell. Yeah. And that was so beat into us as kids. Yeah. And like... I remember having literal fear of like burning alive in hell. Yeah. Mm. From, you know, things like, and it could go along with the drinking and all that stuff too. Right, right, right. Is, those were things that they said, if you do these things, you're going to hell. Yeah. And you hear that as a little kid and enough times you're like, this is terrifying. Right. And, you know, I'm freaking 30 now. And for, I still don't really swear in. Uh, you know, in real life, I'd say on uh-huh. stage, whenever it's characters, it's like, I feel free to say nice. whatever yeah. I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, whenever I'm just being, being all Jeremiah, I still am like, I get like this weird, like feeling if I swear, it's very yeah, weird. Really. It's very, like, it's very bizarre that it's like, it's probably something that a therapist would say like, Oh, this is very strange. <laughs> mm, yeah. But yeah. So like if you said swore, you'd be like, ooh, I'm in trouble. You feel like you're in trouble? Or I guess. More, more, yeah, I guess more guilt comes yeah, with yeah. it. Like, ah, oh, did I really need to say that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, more of that. That's where. Funny. But what's good about it, though, is I feel like because I don't swear that much in my act, I can get away with being a little bit more sexually explicit and some other things because I'm not being so vulgar with language because language is an instant like for some people they hear you know a certain word and they're right away there i'm offended or i don't like this person but because i don't really swear that much i'll almost surprise audiences whenever i go 
there talking mm-hmm. about certain things. We're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's it kind of works out in a good way because that right. you know a big part of comedy is that element of surprise. Yeah. So I like that. I, I I've been trying to do more of that in my act. Uh, I'll open with like jokes about being awkward and nervous. Yeah. And within the nervous joke, I'll say like randomly just a really dark fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I do a Jay Z, I do it in a Jay Z voice. Oh, so people are just yeah. like, Whoa. Dude. Wow. <laughs> I guess guy's talented and gross. <laughs> yeah. I like this guy. He's good. <laughs> He's going blazes. That's uh, funny. <laughs> but yeah, you don't swear. I swear a lot. Fuck shit. Yeah. Swear. C- uh, cock. I'm sorry. Pardon the interruption here, but this episode is brought to you by Joybird Furniture. Joybird! Have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping and Joybird, the company behind it all? Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings and that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original. From idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and furniture that brings you joy. With Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique tastes. Turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options. From mid-century modern to contemporary classics, customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices. From rich buttery leather and plush velvets to every color imaginable. This is great if you have like a little hobby for uh, interior decorating, which actually I enjoy doing. I checked out uh, Joybird's site and I ordered some, some cool stuff. Some stuff that my girlfriend won't be embarrassed by. She thinks my apartment's gross. So uh, thank you, Joybird, for being a sponsor. You're helping me out. (laughs) Joybird is quality handcrafted furniture. Each Joybird piece is made by hand with care and precision using high-quality hardwood and reasonably sourced materials to fit your exact specifications. Limited warranty included. So here's what you got to do. See how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash dad. Go to joybird.com slash dad and receive an exclusive offer of 25% off your first order by using the code dad. So all you college kids graduating, getting your first apartment, maybe even just decorating your dorm in a cooler way than all your friends, go to joybird.com slash dad and make your life beautiful. This episode is also brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps of your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the markets as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of I'm Sorry Dad a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at sorrydad.robinhood.com. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a religion, religion did you grow up with? 
Uh, it was a, uh, a Protestant Christian uh, upbringing, and uh, there's a sect of a church called Church of God Holiness, which is very strict. Um, it's like more strict than like the closest thing, I guess, would be something like a Baptist church. It's uh-huh. more strict than a Baptist church, which okay. it's pretty freaking strict. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. Strict. What does strict mean? Uh, they discourage the women from wearing makeup and jewelry. Okay. Uh, they wanted the men to wear makeup pants. and jewelry. They wanted the men to wear makeup and jewelry. <laughs> Very strange church. Uh, that is 2019. RuPaul's mm. Drag Race approved. <laughs> um, very good stuff. There was a walkway at the altar every Sunday. Um, <laughs> the priests tucked their genitals. <laughs> yep. Very, very interesting church. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah. So it was just, that's what I mean is strict. There's like, there's like certain dress code kind of things and like appearance things that they're like, Oh, if you want to be viewed as, you know, a good Christian person, then you will follow this checklist. Uh-huh. So yeah. And when did you break away from that? Have you broken away? From the, are you still religious? <laughs> um, I don't know why it's so scary. Uh, no, I still know people who actually, I believe, still go to that church. But um, I have not been to church in a while. I'm a, I, I say that I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. I, but I do not go to. I am not a big fan of organized religion at the current, at my current point in life. Um, gotcha. I feel like. Uh, the the teachings and everything that are supposed to be that that work that are good, mm-hmm. um, I think people uh, whenever they congregate they kind of mess that up sometimes. And there's stuff that that gets uh, there's a lot of interference and uh, people uh, being like kind of judgmental for no reason, trying to out holy each other. Uh, okay. There's a lot of that that kind of was a turnoff in um, some of those churches that I grew up going to. That I'm like I I. I think that there's good teachings like, you know, the golden rule yeah. doing to others as you'd have them doing to you. Stuff like that where I'm right. like, yeah, this makes sense. You know, be a good person. Other people will be good to you. And uh, I try I try to definitely apply that in my life, but I don't like pushing uh, my beliefs on other people, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. like I, 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 I believe... In God, I still pray, but okay. I don't go to church, and I don't, um, I don't really like to associate with a religion. If that makes sense. What does praying look like to you? Are you little boy kneeling by his bed with his arms. Uh, no, honestly, it's more for me. I think what most people would consider meditating. Um, you know, I just it can literally be anywhere where if you like close your eyes, you're just taking kind of a moment to be grateful and and thankful for things. And then maybe having some kind of communication. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. I remember I I was sophomore year of high school. I grew up uh, Catholic. Okay. Sophomore year of high school. I did, went to this mass on grass, which sounds like you're smoking weed and going to church. Yeah, Mass on Grass sounds like uh, it's connected. It's the side stage to the Vans Warped Tour. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you checking out Mass on Grass later? Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll catch you there later. Let me yeah. drop in real quick. Yeah, it was just outdoor mass ceremony in a small group of people outside in someone's yard. And uh, everyone like gathered around and did the, oh, man, oh, man, oh. And just having it, a small group of people outside in a not church setting. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm in a cult right now. We're all mm-hmm. like we're all like doing a cult chant. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a weird 
feeling. There's definitely like I look back on memories of some church services or even like this, uh, like a, I used to go to a certain like church camp as a kid. And there is definitely like, I think there is a lot of good in like, like I said, like the teachings, but there's definitely some vibes of like some cultish vibes that I, that I don't, that kind of give me the heebie jeebies, uh, yeah. you know, well, like being away from it for a while. Right. You gain perspective. A little bit. But in a way, you know, aren't just podcast cults in a way too? You know what I mean? I'm what? getting, I'm getting really deep. You guys might not get it. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, like we we have a dress code, no shoes. It's true. It's cultish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's about as far as it goes, I guess. The just trying to just trying to get a riff going. But Did you grow up in the church or anything like that? Not at all. I mean, my my mom was Christian, and then she made us get baptized twice, and I didn't know that was a thing. She, yeah, like, my sister and my brother got baptized. I never got baptized, though. Okay. Nope. Going when, out. When, yeah. when did they get baptized? When they were older? No, when they were younger. Like babies? No, like um, when they were, I want to say, coming up around like the age of 13, like around mm. there. Okay. Uh, right. And I've always been, I get, you know, I've always been the kid in the family that I was like, I want to do st- I want to do something different. I've always wanted to do something different than uh-huh. like my family members are and you friends. The, are you and the youngest? I'm in the middle. Okay. And uh, I was like, no, I'm, I don't really want to get baptized. And my, <laughs> my mom and dad are like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want <laughs> like, I like, And they're like, okay, you don't have to. I'm like, okay, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that was so rock and roll of you. Yeah, dude, that was, baptized. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show that church. You ain't getting none of this. You ain't getting me in that water. Mm-hmm. They did the fully submerged thing okay. though. That yeah, yeah, that with children? Yeah. They're like kind of fully submerged. Whoa. That's like, kind of weird. In the water. There was at one of the churches that we went to, it was really interesting actually because you look towards the stage or the pulpit area and there was a cross on the wall like there is at most, most churches, but under the cross, was there was a dunk tank. There was a dunk tank. There was a <laughs> Jesus clown in there. What? <laughs> uh, and basically there was a, there's this lip of, uh, that was just built into the wall that behind the wall, it was an actual giant, like area to fill water with Mm -hmm. like a giant tub essentially. Mm -hmm. And they would put people up in front of like the whole church and dunk them in this thing, like elevated. And it was like pretty like, like, whoa, you know, (laughs) like whenever you looked at it as a kid, you're like, whoa, this is a lot. This is crazy. Yeah. 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 Strange. Well, it's not, I guess it's not strange. I mean, it's, you, if you get baptized normally, they just put water on your head, don't they? I got baptized. Uh, on your I head. Think it depends on what. Yeah, I think. I mean, in Catholicism, I think that that yeah. the, mm-hmm. definitely like the they. Yeah. Uh, what is the sorry? Really quick, what does the water symbolize? It's a holy water, and it cleanses you, right, mm-hmm. of your sins. And it it's supposed you to. to uh, I think, if I recall correctly, I could be completely mistaken. I think whenever you get baptized, you're, you're being reborn. Like oh. you're a, like you, you're like a born again Christian, I think <laughs> is what, so it's like, you're coming literally like into the world again, uh, like as a new person, like whenever you come okay. up from the water, I think that's what it symbolizes. That sounds, huh. sounds about right. And I think maybe in the, in the Catholic church, if you don't get baptized, you don't get into heaven. Yeah. You go to hell. It's, no, I don't think it's necessarily hell. Oh, interesting. It's like, this grants you access. It's like getting stamped at a club. 
Yeah, getting oh, a wristband. Like imagine some <laughs> by that, which I I don't obviously I don't believe what you just said, <laughs> but I just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just imagine somebody living this uh, this great life and like they're really good person and they get up to heaven and then St. Peter or whoever's at the gate and he's like you didn't get baptized <laughs> yeah and then like he pulls a lever and the guy starts falling and then kisses God gave rock and roll mm-hmm. to you and then that guy goes to hell and then credits end of the movie wow that's what I, all I just imagined like three seconds congrats on writing directing and starring in a short film <laughs> <laughs> that you just finished yeah yeah that's how my brain works <laughs> even with a soundtrack yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah dude see it's cause he doesn't drink mm. <laughs> uh yeah, religion. Let's talk about your com your comedy. When did you get into comedy? When did, I, get, when did you get interested in it? Uh, I got interested at a very young age. Uh, we mentioned that how much we both uh, love Saturday Night Live. I grew up watching that show and instantly fell in love with guys like Chris Farley and Dave Spade, Adam mm-hmm. Sandler. That that was that was the crew that I grew up watching. Same. And and then I would watch, uh, you know, later on the 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 Will Ferrell, Sherry O'Terry era, yeah. and uh, then it went on later to like uh, you know Andy Samberg and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Bill Hader, those guys, like in high school, and then and uh, what it is now. But so I I grew up watching that show, and eventually, you know, I was like, how do I get into this? And then it just kind of I wanted I got to a place where I wanted to do that and I moved out to Los Angeles at 19 no I was 20 whenever I moved out of here in 2009 wow and in July uh, it'll be 10 years of me being I didn't out realize here. that yeah been here for a minute son yeah I have been nice yeah. I knew nobody out here so uh it takes it takes a while to get yeah. going just <laughs> to start from scratch like it just yeah yeah totally I think I just assumed when I moved here you were also new Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He moved here too at the same on the same day. Well, no, that's yeah, that's kind of a common feeling, especially yeah. you know we're doing the same open mics and stuff. It's just like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you also love Jim. Car- do you love Jim Carrey? I love you Jim do. Carrey. Yeah, cool. Love Jim Carrey. He was like, he's always been a huge inspiration and like one of the reasons why I wanted yeah. to do comedy. Same here, bro. <sighs> and you still want SNL? Is this correct? I do. Uh, I definitely want that or some kind of sketch show to be cool. on. I feel yeah. like that is a vehicle that I really like. I, I get a ton of fulfillment doing uh kill Tony, what we get to do every week. Cause we yeah. kind of created that slot. That wasn't like something right. that was a part of that show before we came up with that idea organically right. and it started happening. And now what's good about me, not, you know, I still have not auditioned for SNL, uh, I've been seen by them uh, a couple of times at some different showcases and stuff like that. Um, but what's good about me not auditioning yet because of kill Tony and us doing this thing organically, I built up so many original characters now that have strong points of view. I can, I can easily improvise within them like Mm -hmm. in conversation and, and like I think in, in sketch and storyline, like where I have like a big, well to draw from now, which I wouldn't yeah. had had I auditioned like right. five years ago or whatever. What will your audition look like? Will it be a tape that you send in? Or do, are I you send in a position? In ta- I send in tapes every year. Okay. Um, and it usually consists of uh, 
of a good portion of a mix between original characters and some impressions. Right. I try to change the impressions every year yeah. uh, to different ones that might be interesting to them of that year or huh? just ones that I have happened to have found that I can do over the right. that year that are different from the last year. I've sent in tapes too. And do you get feedback? Uh, no, the, I got feedback from, uh, whenever I, I did uh, new faces out at, uh, just for laughs. Um, I got feedback from that. Um, my manager got feedback from them f- on that. But as far as the tapes I've sent, I don't think I've gotten like feedback. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've sent in tapes, but I wonder if my managers just lie and said like, they love you, but they want you to submit next year. I don't know. Oh. I was, I just felt cool having SNL producers even look at a tape of mine. Of course. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Wait, wait, this is happening? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's a big enough obstacle as it is. Yeah. To just get seen. Right? There's so many people that just want to get seen, you know? Childhood dream come true for your boy to ride down. Yeah, dude. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we talk about now? Oh, fuck, man. What do you want to talk about, dude? What do I want to talk about? <laughs> You're the host, right? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Take well, over the show. Welcome back. <laughs> now you got to gotta interview uh, us. Welcome back to, <laughs> sorry, dad. <laughs> uh, it's me, your father. And uh, I have some things that I want to apologize to my sons about. Oh, no, oh, you don't have to, dad. No, 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 no. I have some things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you, we'll go ahead. you know that time that I said I was uh, going to pick up cigarettes at the store? Yeah. I remember that specific time that you're thinking of. Yeah. I was seeing my other family. What? Yeah, I've got two other sons. Every time I said that I was going out to get cigarettes, other family. They live down the street. I'm really surprised that you guys didn't put that together. Wait, hold on. You called both of your sons cigarettes? So you're going out to get cigarettes <laughs> and then go to a park or something? Yep. Oh. So, but, wow, this is a shock to me. I'm more shocked. My other called. sons are named Marlboro and Pomo. Oh, yep. cigarettes and Marlboro. I can't say Mar- Marlboro. 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 <laughs> Marlboro. Say it. Marl- Marlboro. I don't know how to say it. I can't. <laughs> Turn into Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born. Oh, I haven't seen that. Marlboro. Does he talk like that? Yeah. He talks like this. <laughs> stars Born. Yeah. It's very Sam Elliott impression. Hey, let, me, let, me, let me look at you real quick. I want to take another look at you. Let me take another look at you. Another look at you. I like it. Yeah, so we talk tire pretty much the entire film. We should do three Bradley Coopers okay. talking at the same time. All right, go ahead. Hey, I'm Bradley Cooper. Hey, I like the drink. Lady Gaga. I just want to take a little look at you. I just want to take a look at you. I just think you're fucking up. Are you happy in this modern world? It was Roofies. Oh, wrong movie. My bad. I'm falling. I don't know. <laughs> Did you see that movie? Really? Uh, Guys, that was great. did anybody see this movie any? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I saw it. It was good. My wife was bawling. And I was like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I knew it. Oh, it's just remind me of it. Uh, Tom Segura and Christina Bajitsky, they're married. Mm-hmm. They've talked about that on, this, their, on their podcast. Um, Christina was watching 12 Years a Slave on a flight. And then Tom Segura, her husband, was about to fall asleep. And she looked over at him and said, like, I'm not sure if I want to watch this. And he said, like, oh, don't worry, it gets funnier. 
<laughs> and then he fell asleep and she didn't know he was kidding. So she's watching the slave movie like, I can't believe he would think this is funny. <laughs> so That's she was angry at him. Pretty hilarious. <laughs> we told, we told my sister as a kid that the, the movie it, the Stephen King movie was a comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, we were douchebags. Yeah, she's <laughs> terrified of clowns to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My brother and I got her real good, though. <laughs> I watched the movie Poltergeist way too young. Oh, yeah? That fucked me up for a little while. Yeah, dude. It's freaking... I'll tell you why. Because the little girl actor, the blonde girl, she was my age. She died in real life. Mm. And I was like, wait, how did she die? My sisters were like, of a disease. Then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to die. She got sucked <laughs> into the TV and never came out again. <laughs> so don't get too close, Ryan. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, so I watched Poltergeist a little too young. I watched Jaws when I was like three. My grandma made, me, made us basically watch Jaws. Sit down. Did you like it? I could. I don't remember. Yeah. I can't remember if I liked it or not, but all I mm. probably caused some damage as an adult. Probably. Mm. Do you think that affects... <laughs> That's really good, dude. We're going to need a bigger boat. Mm. I'm Dreyfus. What's my Richard name? Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. You can't kill a shark. You can't kill a shark that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, show me the way to go home. Tired and I want to go to bed. bed. Well, I had a drink. I'm just doing Bradley Cooper ago, and it got right to my head. Oh, this part, this episode just fucking fell apart. You Off guys, the rails. Hey, don't say that. You guys didn't know. Guys, it's still good. Thanks, Justin Timberlake. Hey, <laughs> guys, it's still good. It's still a great episode. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, Justin Timberlake. Here we go again. All right. Don't All right. be so quick to. Walk away. All right. This just can't be summer love. You'll see. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, we should do a Jay Z uh, Timberlake. Uh, Jay Z, JT. Something. Yeah. That would be dope. I wish I could. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, what? Racists ruined white people looking like black. If I, like, I'd like to look like Jay Z. You want to do blackface? It'd be blackface. Oh, nice. Mahogany, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. But it's too bad. Yeah. Goddamn racists. That's yeah, too bad, man. Hey, would it I, sucks for you. I, yeah, that's an interesting thing where it's like, okay, so when the Waynes brothers did white chicks, okay, right, yeah, I was not offended at all. I understand yeah. that there's like history behind <laughs> why, you know, but if it's a full on character, I wish that we could get to a point with society where it's right, like, yeah. it's, it's not, you know, racist. It's like literally like a character thing. Right. Right. But you know, I wish current that. climate, it's not possible. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how, uh, fuck, sometimes people use face swaps to do impressions. Yeah. Can I do, can I put, can I put Jay-Z's face on my face with this face swap? Or is that right? Is that black face? Right? You want to, I don't know. <laughs> Mahogany, you have to tell us. Is that okay? I don't Okay, that's the waters. Want to know something interesting? There is a. Do you guys play video games? You Red Dead. You played Red Dead. Yeah, dude. Red Dead Two. Did you play that? No, but I've heard about it. Okay, loser. So, <laughs> so in that game, there's a Native American character, uh, and I've it's, heard about this. It's voiced, but he's voiced by a. Um, he's not Native American. He's something else, but he's not white. I don't think. I don't think he's white. But there was an article written about how it's like, it's like blackface because he's not. 
he's playing somebody that is not his race. And I don't understand that at all. Like at all. It's not, it's that's not. not, I mean, that's not right. I can see how their argument would be like, you should hire a native American actor. Just because, sure. Yeah. Just because, but like, but they were saying it's straight up like racist and it's like an intentional choice to no, do that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't agree with that because then stupid. you could, you could disagree like, okay. Uh, like James McAvoy just hosted Saturday night live. He did every run of the gamut of different impressions. He's Scott. He's like very Scottish. Mm. He does like so many different like voices from different countries and stuff yeah. like that and different dialects. You can't just because you're doing somebody's dialect be like, that's racist. That's where mm-hmm. I think it's like, that's so ridiculous. That's like, that's where PC culture I feel like is killing mm-hmm. parts of comedy where I'm like, okay, we got to draw the line here somewhere. Like I was just at an open mic in an open mic comedian. I did Jay Z impression. Maybe some, someone else who's not white. Mm. He didn't get up there and say this because of me, but he was like, I was talking to my friend recently and she said it's racist. If I was to do an impression of a, of a black actor, Mm. And he was like, Dude, what do you guys think? Is it racist? And I was like, no. No, absolutely not. But I, I do impressions of black rappers in my act, and right. nobody ever is like, this guy's being racist. I'm literally doing an impression of a voice yeah. and, a, and characteristics of a person who I'm actually a fan of. Yeah. It, it made me a little sad and like... No, I think it's just frustrating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, where's it's, the, like, it's like, where's the line? Because people who are screenwriters write black characters and they write native American characters. Is that, Oh, is that blackface? Because you're writing as <laughs> right. a character that's black. That's is that black, black script, black script? You know what I mean? Like, where's the line? Cause that's, it's I don't just, know. It's just not racist. I know. I think that opinion. Welcome back to where's the line with three <laughs> white guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, been a very entertaining <laughs> podcast. And, uh, this is the last that you'll hear of us from our careers. Uh, three white guys battling race. Nobody, nobody likes to hear about that more than white people. <laughs> oh my god! You know why these guys have a point? <laughs> uh, it's my socks. I'm just, I'm yeah, just so nervous that my socks are are uh, dirty. Like, there's something. like a giant like brown stain. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> like, this guy was funny, but his socks were disgusting. <laughs> Very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> The Liked song? his comedy, hated his socks. <laughs> Dude feet are gross. Games user 44. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to that black voice thing. It, it just pained me that a, that a comedian was like on, at, it was on a mic, but he was like on stage, like, I don't think we can talk in different cultures voices. Well, what I found a lot of times, uh, just in general with anything, if you do anything in comedy that might be considered provocative to somebody else. If you're asking somebody, is this bad? A lot of times people start overthinking it and they're like, you know what? I I think it is bad rather than just like trusting their gut and being like, Oh no, this is just silly. We're having fun. Like it's, it's nothing negative or being like hurtful to anybody of like anybody that's involved. I just, uh, did a jaw rule impression on, on Instagram. Nobody cared. Yeah, of course. Because it was funny and it was good. No, I mean, like, nobody cared because it was really bad. And, like, everyone was like, fuck this. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody cared. I was doing a black dude's voice. No, it doesn't Did you see the Fire Festival documentaries? No, I need to watch it, though. I've heard it's fun. Ja Rule makes a great toast about 10 times. Nice. We can actually end the podcast with this Mm. because we're just about done. How do you feel about this episode? You you good? Did we we cover everything you wanted to? (laughs) Dude, we covered every subject that I wanted to. I actually don't have anything else to talk about for the next three weeks. Uh, where can people find you? I'm on social media across the board at Jeremiah Standup. You can check out my podcast, Jeremiah Wonders. 
on all the podcast platforms. Ryan has been a guest on there. It's available on YouTube as well. And I have a, uh, a new album coming out with my boy, Patty Reagan, Reagan Watkins debut album in March, hopefully. Awesome. So yeah, it's a music comedy album. If you dig like tenacious D or fly the concords, that kind of stuff, then you will definitely appreciate this. Yes. And I, for one, uh, musical comedy only makes me laugh. It's with a certain style and yeah. yours is a style. that makes me laugh. It's very oh, silly. You. Yeah. Yeah. We do not take ourselves seriously at all. And it's also not the kind of musical comedy that has a bad stigma. It's like, we're having fun and we're singing with a guitar and we're yeah, doing right. this and that. Like here's some witty lyrics. Yeah. No, the music sounds good, which we're really proud of. And we do a lot of, we cover a lot of different genres on the album that, uh, I think people will enjoy. Will that be on Spotify then? That'll be on every platform. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll put the link to all your shows in the description of this yeah. podcast so people can listen easily. And if anybody's in Kansas City, March 14th through 16th, I'm headlining there at uh, the Comedy Club of Kansas City. And the tickets for that are at jeremiahwatkins.com. Hell mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah is a great comedian. Uh, you're going to make it. You're already making it. Oh, thanks, Pat. I have uh, high hopes for you, so don't let me down. I won't. Every time I walk by you, I want you to be writing. <laughs> <laughs> Can't promise that, but... <laughs> All right, dude. Well, thanks for doing the pod. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, let, I'll close it well, with a Jaw Rule toast. Oh, great. <laughs> he says this about, about 80 times during the Fire Festival documentaries. He goes, uh, Hairs to living like movie stars, partying like rock stars, and Billy, fucking like porn stars. Ah! Uh, it's murder. Thank you very much. What would I be without you? <laughs> I only think about you. I'm, I'm feeling tired and lonely. What? So, baby girl, put it on me. Ashanti, it's murder. It's mostly a DMX impression. What? Right? Pretty good, right? I'm going to do an SNL tape, and that's and now is DMX. What? Guys, this is Next up, Jim really Perry. racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, it's murder. All right, I'm sorry. All righty then. Excuse me. Excuse me. May I ask you a question? All righty then. Uh, Come to me, my jungle friends. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. That's the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. Uh, thanks for bearing with me as I'm on the road for over a month. Shit is getting crazy. I'm exhausted. Thank you to Jeremiah Watkins for being an amazing guest. Give him a shout online. Show him some love. Uh, at Jeremiah Watkins. Check him out on the road. And also, another big thank you to our another sponsor. New sponsor, Scentbird, baby. It, it's just Scentbird, not Scentbird, baby. Scentbird. Okay? It's one word. Scentbird. Got it? Thank you, Semper, for being a new sponsor. It's a pleasure to have you, and you are making my life better because Scentbird provides you with perfume and colognes that don't break your bank. I usually never buy cologne because it's just too expensive, and I think, eh, I smell all right, but I have gotten some uh, products from Semper, and I've had people come up to me and tell me that I smell amazing, and they ask me what cologne I'm wearing. <laughs> it's the first time that's ever happened in my life, so big ups to Scentbird for making me smell good. They have a bunch of products there like Versace, 
Gucci, Dolce & Gabbana, Scentbird.com's keeps me smelling good month after month. And my girlfriend greatly appreciates it. So what, it, so what exactly is Scentbird? Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service. They have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose a cologne or perfume from each month. Choose the cologne you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Not sure what type of scent you're looking for? Sort colognes and perfumes by brand, occasion, season, style, and more. It's great. Like, they will help you get the right cologne for you, even by season. That's so cool. Like, maybe uh, Halloween comes around, pumpkin spice scent. I don't think that's a thing, but check it out. Go to joybird.com slash dad and find out. That's right, folks. With an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash dad and use our code dad for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash dad for you to try your first cologne or perfume for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. We'll see you guys next week for an all new episode. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry, dad.